Hello, and welcome to the Elk River Lutheran Church Powered by Love podcast, recorded in beautiful downtown Elk River, Minnesota, right on the banks of the Mississippi River. Today we'll explore the Bible, life, and faith. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some sacred wit. To be powered by love is a spiritual thing More than a feeling To be powered by love Don't take money Don't take fame Don't take no credit card To ride this train It's strong and sudden It's cruel sometimes But it might just save your life To be powered by love All right. Well, I am curious, how many of you here have ever been to a live comedy show before? Like a stand-up comedian? Uh, Show of hands? Okay, good. A lot of you. How many of you have never raised your hand in church before? Uh, Anyone? (laughs) Okay. I'm kind of on to some of you, uh, but that's okay. Well, so today's sermon is going to be probably something closer to comedy than to a traditional sermon with one caveat, and that is that I'm not a professional comedian, so it won't be good comedy uh, per se, uh, but we'll try to have some fun and laughs together. So uh, here's what I want to do to start us off, to kind of get us in a laughing mood, since we've already got to hear some jokes, I already got warmed up a little bit, but I want to play a little game that I like to play called Fake to Real Laugh. And it's as simple as this. I'm going to invite you to just laugh out loud as good as you can. And then we'll keep laughing until that fake laugh turns into a real laugh. And when that happens, you can raise your hand, okay? So trust me, it's more fun than it sounds. Well, maybe it's not. We'll see. Uh, Because so here's what you're going to do. I encourage you to don't just look at me. You can look at the people around you. That might help some too. But so we'll start laughing and then raise your hand when it turns into a real laugh. Are you ready? Here we go. One. Two, three. <laughs> okay, I see some hands going up. Okay. All right. Well, if you didn't get there, that's okay. Uh, we'll, we'll keep trying. But uh, thanks for playing along. And thanks for playing along with this whole Sunday, Holy Humor Sunday, a whole Sunday dedicated to the joy of Easter, celebrating that, yeah, you know what? Life can be scary. Life can be really hard. But life can also be really funny, and it's really important and good to find joy in the midst of everything else going on. So uh, we're going to tell some jokes here today, including one joke that if you've been around Elk River Lutheran for a while, you've probably heard this joke because it's one about how we are located in a remodeled bank building. This used to be the old First National Bank, which is now across the street. And so I'm just curious, you can shout out if you know, why have a church in an old bank? Jesus saves. Uh, Yes, exactly. So I've got a few more thinking about that. If you have your church in an old bank, what is the one song you have to sing every Easter? Now all the vault of heaven resounds every Easter. Why do so many people come to our church in a bank? Because it's a great place to make change. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And what do a savings account and my sermons have in common? Very low interest. Okay? So, yeah, yeah that, that, that's kind of it. That's kind of it. So uh, you all know I'm a pastor. I've kind of figured that out uh, certainly by now, I hope. It's been a few years here. Um, but one of the things that's so funny is sometimes I get asked, like, when people find out that I'm a pastor, they're like, did you go to school for that? Yeah. 
And I'm like, yeah, I did a lot of school for it. In fact, graduate school, I have a master's in divinity. And just the other day, I said that to someone. They said, master's in divinity? That sounds like a made-up Harry Potter thing. I, I took offense. I'm like, a made-up Harry Potter thing? You've got to be kidding. It's me. It's nothing like Harry Potter. I mean, yeah, 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 sure. We had a bunch of old professors, and we wore robes sometimes. Okay, yeah, I mean, there were a lot of candles burning around, and we learned to say certain ancient words in a certain way. I think about them like swish and flick. Uh, yeah, you know what? I guess I am kind of a wizard who doesn't do magic, but I wear robes every Sunday, so that's something. Um, you know, uh, and when people find out I go to seminary, one of the things I like to remind them and tell them is that Seminary was weird because they taught us a whole lot about certain subjects, and then there was other subjects that they taught us absolutely nothing about. For example, I had an entire class in seminary about chanting, like singing, old-fashioned chanting during worship. And I took not one class. They didn't offer any classes on business-type stuff, like how to make a budget or spreadsheets or anything like that. So I remember being a young pastor early on. You know, someone from the church council would come up and say, Pastor, you know, giving is behind. We're 5% over our projected budget. What are we going to do? I think, oh, man. Oh, crap, that does not sound good. <laughs> I'd say, I have no idea what I'm doing. It wasn't covered in seminary. Uh, and so uh, that's kind of that's fun. But, you know, a part of what I do is pray. And so sometimes when I meet someone who uh, doesn't know I'm a pastor and then I tell them that for the first time, they're kind of weirded out. They're like, oh, I don't know about this guy. And so I like to comfort them and reassure them. I say, no, 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 don't worry, I'm not that kind of pastor. I, I'm not here to judge you or force my religion on you, but now can we continue with a word of prayer? Uh, and that really, really gets them every time. Um, I don't know if I ever told you, uh, you know, so during the pandemic, after all these months of not of feeling like, like after, uh, well, I'll back up. So like going back to the seminary stuff, like, I had to learn a whole lot of stuff as we went, but by a couple years ago, I really thought I had a hang of it. And then the global pandemic came. Global pandemic came, and all of a sudden, we had to start doing online worship overnight, and it was like, wow, we don't know anything what we're doing. And so people will say to me, they'll say, hey, what was it like to start doing online worship just out of the blue like that? And I'll say to them, I'll say, well, it was kind of like this. Just imagine you're doing a Zoom call with all senior citizens, and the leader, me, looks like a confused terrorist making a hostage video. Uh, It was a very confusing ordeal. Like, I look back at some of those tapes, and I'm just looking at the camera. Welcome to Elk River Lutheran Church. I hope you feel welcome here today. Great, great. And then there was all the technical problems as all of a sudden the audio would just Oh, the audio cut out when I walked away from the microphone. I see what happened there. Uh, or else all of a sudden it'd be like the middle of the service and all of a sudden someone's mic would come unmuted and you'd hear, hey, how much is left of this thing? I want to watch the game. 
Uh, Lord, uh, no, uh, Harold, I think your mic is on mute. We go ahead and get that, but it's okay. It's okay. We'll we'll continue with our scripture reading. Elaine is going to be our reader for today. So, Elaine, why don't you go ahead and continue with our reading? Okay, you just got to unmute first. Yep. It's it's the little microphone button in the in the lower left hand corner there. Just just yep. Get that button. Yeah, we can see you. We can see you. We, no, we just can't hear you. You get you get it? No. No. Okay, we'll we'll get you next week. Okay, we'll we'll just we'll just move along. And uh, and all of a sudden too, I'd look back at some of those videos, and it's just like. It wasn't the most professional things always. I look at some of the backdrops, I'm like, wait, is that a sheet I put up on the wall? You know, to look professional. Uh, the lighting is a little off. It's just kind of goofy. And I think, man, you know Osama bin Laden lived in a cave, and he made better videos than us, I think, sometimes. Better production value? I don't know. Uh, did I all tell you guys ever about the time I accidentally did an opening prayer for a Reba McIntyre concert? Yeah, I did, and it was an accident because I did not know that that's what I was being asked to do. I got asked to do a prayer at the Norsk Husfest in Mayan, North Dakota, the Scandinavian Heritage Festival, pure Scandemonium, they say in their ad advertising. And so I go, and it's a funny kind of event. You know, it's all the Scandinavian food and crafts, Norwegian sweaters, and then a bunch of country music entertainment. So, you know, just very just a lot of white people stuff, just pure. Uh, and so, uh, so anyway, so I get asked to go and do an opening prayer there, and I'm like, sure. And so I just show up. I go up on stage where they tell me. I find the microphone. I do my little prayer. I'm like, dear God, thank you for those people who will take risk, those who eat lefsa and lutefisk. Uh, really, I prayed that. It went over really well. Um, and I'm like, amen. And so I say amen, and then all of a sudden I hear, and now welcome to the stage, Reba McIntyre. And they, they start shooing me off the stage, and I kind of run into her on the way out, and she's like, did you just do an opening prayer for my concert? I'm like, I did. And I prayed for Ludafisk. I didn't know it was you. Because I have no idea what I'm doing. I could almost have had a gig singing backup, but she didn't take it, I guess. So, so there it goes. Well, uh, sometimes this not knowing what I'm doing actually follows me home as well because I'm married. And if you're married, you know that there's no better way to be reminded that you don't know what you're doing than by being married. Uh, it's a good reminder, regular. And so uh, my wife and I, we love each other, but we're pretty different. And one of the things that kind of makes my wife kind of different than me is that my wife always thinks that we are one storage container away from a better life. Right? Like, if we could just get one more tote into that closet, then everything will be sorted out. And so we have these closets that are just very organized and stacked high. We're organized hoarders, basically. And so, like, we tried the Marie Kondo thing, you know, where you get rid of all the stuff that doesn't bring you joy. The problem was storage containers bring her so much joy, so they're just stacked high. She was made for Rubbermaid. That's all I can say. Uh, and so we've got these closets that are just stacked full. We're like the best organized hoarders around, and so they're full. And I thought, okay, fine. I just let it go. I'm like, yep, this is what our closets look like. This is my life now. 
But then she moved on to our refrigerator. And I said, oh, come on. You know, the refrigerator is, after all, just your coldest little closet, isn't it, right? Like, it's a small little closet that's cold that happens to come with more built-in shelving and drawers and storage containers than any other closet in your house could ever hope to have. Well, come check ours out, because we got a few more in there uh, to hold the extra condiments. And so now, anytime our kids want some ketchup, I'm like trying to solve a Rubik's Cube, uh, shuffling around condiments, and I have to sometimes just give up and say, I'm sorry, kids, you either get soy sauce or grape jelly. This is the best I can do. But this is life, and that's the whole idea that life can be funny sometimes. Life can be really hard. It can be really scary, but life can be funny. And so I think it's great to take days like Holy Humor Sunday, like to go find comedy in the world and laugh together at the absurdity of it all. And so that's what this day is all about, is celebrating the joy of Easter, that this new life is meant to be pretty joyful, that we are meant to celebrate the love and joy of God every day. But it's a promise that, you know, we don't feel that joy every day, but that doesn't mean that God's not there. Uh, the story from today that I think really is kind of, it tells like a joke and actually, you know, is kind of funny in and of itself, but carries this profound message, is the story of poor Thomas, poor doubting Thomas, who, you know, all the disciples have been waiting to see Jesus to prove to them once and for all that he really was raised from the dead. And the one time he shows up finally after a week, Thomas is out. He, he misses the whole thing. And so he comes back, and they're like, you will never believe what you missed while you were out. It was Jesus, the whole thing. He blessed us. He, we touched him. He, he's raised, all of that. And so Thomas has an interesting reaction. Instead of believing these best friends who he has lived with for years, he just says, I won't believe it. Unless I touch it myself, I, I just can't even believe what you're telling me. And the beautiful thing of this story is that God honors Thomas's doubts. God doesn't just say, sorry, Thomas, believe these guys. You know these guys. Come on. Instead, Jesus shows up and says, fine, Thomas, here I am. It's a promise that God shows up for us, that God is with us, even when we don't believe it. Even when we're full of doubts, even when we're not sure, God is there. Even when we're not just laughing and joyful, God is there just as much in those sad, dark nights as these joyful, holy humor Sundays where we tell jokes and laugh together. God is there, and that is the ultimate promise of Easter. So I end with just one last thought, uh, wondering, maybe a little bit of a joke. It makes me wonder if you'll remember every single word I said here today, including the story of Thomas. Doubt it. Well, thanks for joining us. You can find more information about Elk River Lutheran Church at our website, elkriverlutheran.org. And if you'd like to give to support this podcast and the other ministries of the church, just click that Give button at the top of the homepage. Thanks again, and have a great week. Don't take money, don't take fame, but it might just save your life. To be powered by love.